I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is Kyle Talley, and he talks to me about his love of Santa Claus. Um, I had considered taking Christmas Eve off um, and not posting a podcast, but when I remembered that Kyle had told me um, ages ago, or maybe a friend of Kyle's had told me that he, if he did the podcast, he would probably talk about Santa, I had to make that happen. And boy, am I glad I did. Uh, This really got me into the Christmas mood and spirit. Um, Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I think this is a great window into kind of uh, what it's like growing up with Santa Claus as uh, part of your, um, you know, family's traditions, um, as part of your kind of wonder as a kid. Um, I think Kyle really does a great job of um, being passionate about what Santa means to him and being frustrated by when he feels like that isn't, um, communicated well, whether it's in movies or by parents. Uh, he's definitely not the kind of person who wants Santa to be used as leverage or bribery. Um, to him, Santa is all about, uh, giving to other people without expecting anything in return. And I think that's a sweet message um, to take away from this. This was a total joy. Uh, if you, like Kyle, um, check out his uh, video production group, Muscular C- Clown. Uh, Muscular Clown. I don't know why I tripped over that. Oh, well. Um, they have a bunch of great, fun, dumb videos. Um, and they've... Uh, Worked on some stuff for Chicago Sketch Fest last year. Hopefully they'll do something for that this year because that's coming up in January. The Nerdlogs have our show on January 10th at 11 p.m. at Sketch Fest. Um, and I think that's all I will put. Pl- oh, uh, last week I did um, Sammy Tamimi's podcast. It's called Pop Fury. If you're interested in hearing me talk about uh, all the things that I'm watching or listening to, or thinking about, um, in the world of pop culture of late, go check that out, it was a lot of fun, Sammy, uh, was really sweet to have me on, um, I talked so much, I think, I'll blame it on this, I think I went into, uh, went into MBSing mode, and just, and just ram a jam, but, you know, it was still a lot of fun, he told me that I did a great job, so, you know, even if he was lying, that's what he told me, Anywho, that's just another thing to check out. Um, if you find all your relatives have gone to bed and you're still um, lying on the couch, not ready for sleep yet, or if you don't celebrate Christmas or aren't home for Christmas and are f- tried to find ways to entertain yourself in these slow kind of holiday um, times, check out this and that. I don't know. Maybe you want to fill your head with things I say. More power to you. Uh, it's 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 getting it's getting rambly from here. I, I'm sitting on my bed in my childhood room, 
for only the second time since I moved to Chicago, so that's kind of an interesting experience for me. Um, probably gonna go to the mall where I shopped for everything that I ever owned later on today. Everything I ever owned. That's an exaggeration. But, you know, every once in a while we need these days, right? We need these moments of childhood reflection. And I think Kyle does a great job of staying in touch with um, the hopefulness and good-spirited nature of his childhood and his current um, love and belief in Santa in this ep. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Holidays uh, to you and to yours. Enjoy. Love it. Um, and here we yeah. are. <laughs> no, it's funny, too, because I just did Sawyer's podcast last night. Really? Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm fresh. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. Did you guys? Did you? He does the like uh, drunk for the holidays mm-hmm. things. Was that yeah. what you guys? That's did? what. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really drink that much anymore. Oh, really? But I. I, did. I don't super either. Definitely not as much as I used to. Like I. I do. I like alcohol is not my intoxicant of choice anymore. <laughs> and uh, but I, I just got very blazed and was like. <laughs> our, our friend Svi was there, and he Svi grew up Orthodox Jewish, uh-huh. so he has very little experience. With oh my gosh! Christ- so you're like thing. legitimately so we're just teaching talking. him stuff. Yeah, like well, we had him over. Svi, Svi, uh, to we we did a, like a movie marathon of all the Rankin Bass, like oh, nice. the good ones. Because I actually, I actually have a a really. I don't like the Rudolph ones because really? because they portray Santa in this really negative. Oh yeah, for sure. Really like and and also like well like everyone. So I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm in a live action version of Rudolph, like the the uh, Christmas special. Okay, Is that and Charlie Brown Christmas paired together. I did not know that. Is that the annoyance? It's called the annoyance Christmas pageant, and uh, in the Rudolph. Actually, both shows. Um, the like really eye-opening thing is that both shows are pretty mean. Yeah. Like everyone's really shitty to the lead character in both of them. We were watching Rudolph, and I was like, I, I can't decide if Messrs. Rankin and Bass are geniuses because they're portraying, they're showing America in like the '60s. Yeah. When this came out, they're like, Herbie, if you can't realize that Herbie is a gay character. Oh, oh. Because he, he wants to be a, a dentist. dentist. I mean, he, he he like. Oh my god, he he looks. He I mean, they do everything they can it's to so exit his like, femininity. It's so like this is different. This person's bad. Yeah, like and and like and they're showing you that like oh they're not really different. They're not really bad, but uh, at the same time. I take offense to it just because I Santa would wreck you. Like Santa would never wreck you. Like look at Rudolph and just be like, nope, that guy sucks. Santa'd be like, oh man, he is awesome. We should teach him how to lead my reindeer. Like like he would. Santa recognizes. Like oh my uh, my dear uh, friend Kyle Talley, who (laughs) is going to talk to us about Santa for the entirety of this podcast, is already launching into Santa defense. Well, I, I actually, like, there are movies that I don't watch, like Christmas movies, like, I 
I this is so funny because I don't like the way they the portray portrayal Santa. of Santa. I well, and I, like Fred Claus. Um, I <laughs> so I kind of like Fred Claus in spite I, of itself. Oh my god! Because it was on without sound at the annoyance one night, and uh, I wasn't watching it at all. Like it was just on screen uh-huh. above the bar, and uh, I came over and like looked up, at the t- <laughs> and I was like, "Are you watching Fred Claus?" And someone at the table already was like. Uh, yes. Uh, and I was like, wait, Kevin Spacey's in this? And he was like, yeah, I think he's kind of like the money man of all of it. <laughs> that person is very astute. Kevin, uh, yeah, like he's, he's like the, like the immortal, like accountant or something. Yeah. Like it's, and that's, see, I like that from, I don't really take that as a Santa Claus story. Like in the same. It's a Fred Claus story. It's, well, exactly. In the same way that like, you know how like in the, the Quentin Tarantino verse, there are the, the, some of the movies are supposed to be the world. And then some of the movies are movies in that world, uh, or like yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, like from of. dusk till dawn uh-huh. is like a movie that would be in the world of um, like uh, what's what's the the, the big movie Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction? yeah. That's so it'd be a movie say. that the characters in Pulp Fiction would have seen. Uh, and so so I think I think like in in that way that this is a movie that's like. Portraying Santa Claus, but not like in the Santa Claus realm of oh, movies. That's so weird. It's so strange. I know. It's so funny. Is it, do you think it's because of like the Paul Giamatti casting? I, or? Paul Giamatti's just such a bad. It's so, not a good. No, he's a bad Santa. It's he's not a, a good Santa. A bad Santa. Another movie. Do you feel similarly about that one, or do you not? No, like I actually bad really Santa? like Bad Santa. I think it's kind of a funny movie. <laughs> um, there are a lot of a lot of. What weird... about the Santa Claus? I actually really I think the Santa Claus is good. I think the Santa good. Claus is good. Um I think I've seen either both the second and the third. I've definitely seen the second. Uh-huh. Um my brother re- uh this past weekend said the Santa Claus is probably his favorite Christmas movie and I was kind of surprised That's, by it. Hmm. Well, how old is your brother? 5 years older than me. He's oh, like okay. 31. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? I Okay. Yeah, I was so surprised. I wouldn't even. I don't think it would make my top five. No, 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 not for not for Christmas special. Certainly not. No, but like not, not like generic general. I mean, I'm looking at one. I, it's a Wonderful Life. Love Actually. Both in my top five. Okay. Christmas movies. Oh man. Um. I mean, Muppet Christmas Carol. Also, right in front. Of oh, me. is it? Yeah, that's <laughs> literally the three movies. Yeah, you can't see them, but that's literally the three movies that the mic is. Um, up on this right is going to sound strange. I really enjoy the Christmas Carol that TNT did with Patrick Stewart back in the day. I know of what you see. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I think I've seen bits and pieces. It's of It's really it. good, and there's a moment when. When uh, the ghost of Christmas present is flying Scrooge over the world to show him, like, the world celebrating Christmas, there's a really good moment where, like, these Welsh coal miners are coming out of the, uh, like, the coal mines, and they're singing Silent Night in this, like, l- like beautiful Welsh tenor. Oh, my like, God. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so weird that I know this because, like, I, I, it's a movie that I really it like. so scared. It sounds weird, though. It sounds like a very strange thing, like, for a, a grown, a 28-year-old man to, to be like, no, I like very specific moments in Christmas That's movies. so weird. Uh, so, tell me about where your, the origin of your love for Santa started. Oh, man. I, I mean, every kid loves Santa. Right. Every but... kid loves Santa. Um, 
I think the thing is, I just never stopped believing in him. Aww. Uh And, and like, me and my dad call ourselves true believers because we, we still actively believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> and I think, you know, and it's it's weird because from my religious friends, I like, they, they give me, like, a look of, like, and I'm like, well, you believe in a guy who came back from the dead. I, right. you know, I, 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 I believe in him, too, but, like, like and then, you know, my, my friends who don't, you know, have any... You know, any religion really, or whatever, yeah, anything yeah. like that. They they look at me and I'm like, "What? I believe in a guy who came back from the dead. Why does this surprise you?" <laughs> you use the same argument. Yeah, with it most people. Just, because it is. It's the same thing. If I can believe in a magic man who came comes back from the dead and is God's son, why can't I believe in a magic That's man who delivers so toys funny. to people? Oh my god! Like I that think I think so it's absurd funny. that people like think it's weird that I believe this. Uh, but. S- Okay, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, well, I, I, I was going to say, I think it really started, though, with my, like, dad. Because, like, my dad would tell me stories, like, every night before bed till I was far too old to be hearing stories from my dad. Aww. Like, like 12. 12, yeah, 13. Yeah, Approaching middle school is definitely out of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. 12 is, that's, like, 7th grade. Uh, maybe I'm exaggerating, then. Maybe, but still. But, like, 6th like grade, probably. Okay. And, uh... Okay, 12. And so he he would and and every December he would tell me a story about us. We're we're actually I keep trying to convince him to like write children's books. And you grew up in Richmond, in right? Richmond, Virginia. My my entire that's family. where my brother and his wife and their son live. Really? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Um, Glen Allen. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just re- visited them last weekend. Isn't it we pretty? Went to um, a botanical garden. Uh, Louis Ginter. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, nature, um, it starts with an M. It's like a nature oh, Maymont. center. Yeah, Maymont. Maymont yeah, yeah, yeah. Park, yeah. That's two, we saw on Saturday, we went to see the lights at, uh, at their, um, like display thing that they do. And then Louis Ginter, is that what you said? Yeah, Louis Ginter. We went to see the lights at Louis Ginter. And then the next day we went to Maymont and both of them were like far surpassed my expectations for them. Both of them were really nice and really fun. And my nephew, he's two and a half, so he loved everything. He loved the trains they had at Lewis Ginter, oh, and like he loved all that. They had so many animals at Maymont. Oh yeah, they have they have two bears. Yeah, they have big black bears. Phoenix is one of them. Uh, they have two bald eagles. Yeah, they have. They wolves. have a little fox. They have a bunch of turtles. They have one big like snapping. Did turtle. you go to the Japanese Garden? Uh-uh. Oh, man, the Japanese Garden's awesome because it has these, like, rocks that you can go out on, oh, too, and everything. Cool. Oh, it's so good. My, we had to just kind of, like, see all the animals outside because that's what my nephew was into. That and then sense. he, like, got tapped out. He's like, done. Hey, okay, want to yeah. go home? Uh, but right before we left, we saw, like, the, they have bison. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, Maimon has everything. It, that place was awesome. We we filmed some of that movie that I was telling really? you about in Maimon. Yeah. That is awesome. Maimon's, Maimon's. Oh man, Maymont's like a big, and it's in right in the center of Richmond. So you're getting like you're right by the James River. You're right off uh-huh. of Monument Avenue, uh-huh. and so you get yeah. Like I don't know which route they took you. I don't know if they decided to no show idea. you around or anything. Mm, I mean, I've been there a number of times, so I have. I've been to. We've only gone into downtown Richmond like once or <laughs> twice mm-hmm. uh, to go to like you know dinner every once right. in a while but more often it's just more about like us visiting one another right. but now that my nephew um is around it's like it's really fun for us to do things that he gets a kick out of right so on. 
um, we've been kind of getting out and about more, which is cool. I really want to go to a Flying Squirrels game. Or yeah, Richmond the Richmond Squirrels. Flying Squirrels. They're amazing. Uh, we passed through Stadium on the way to, I think, Maymont. And, yeah, probably. Uh, and the, um, <laughs> the entrance to the stadium is called the Squirrely Gates. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, oh man. Isn't the mascot have a silly name too? He's, he's nutsy. That's what I thought. <laughs> So my brother has a Richmond Fly Squirrels um, hat. He really loves baseball. Well, we're a brave. We were a Braves farm team. For That's what my brother years. told me. Yeah, it Chipper used to be Jones the Richmond Braves. Was like one. Yeah, we were used to be the Richmond Braves, and then the the Braves franchise just snuck out yeah. like a thief in the night. I mean, some huge pitchers played there, like uh, Smoltz, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, huge pitchers played there for at least some point in their career. Well, and, and Richmond has a really weird. It, Who do they feed into now? I think the San Francisco Giants. Interesting. Yeah. So theoretically, we might have some future big too. players too. Yeah. But um, it, well, Richmond, Virginia as a state is very strange because like we we don't we're such a I, well this is from a a, a lifelong Virginian. Yeah. Show. We are such an important state, oh, and in, we don't have history. our own in history and in everything. Where where Virginia goes, the South goes. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I, I really think that like we deserve our own sports franchise, and they really want to bring one to Richmond. What sport do you think would be baseball? I, I would have to be baseball. I mean, well, we have the Washington Nationals, but. Yeah, I was and the Baltimore say, Orioles. Where's the Where's the National Stadium? Is Nationals there? is technically in Virginia, but it's the That's what I thought. But they're the Washington Nationals. They're like the Washington Redskins. We Washington's good, but it's Washington. It's not yeah. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we could also do a hockey team. Yeah, we, really? We, yeah, oh yeah, like like uh, we I had mean, a, They also have the Capitals. <laughs> yeah, but the Capitals are stupid. Uh, but I mean, you're talking to someone from South Carolina. We don't really. I mean, I guess we have the Panthers, Panthers? but and the Hurricanes. Okay, now I Two. understand because both of those, neither one of those is in South Carolina. They're though, which isn't true about the Nationals. Nationals are actually in Virginia. <laughs> where, there where? are no professional um, sports teams that actually play games in South Carolina. Right. They're all in North Carolina. I was going to say, does North Carolina have... What, does, what professional teams does North Carolina, aside from South Carolina's uh, teams? Well, they just got the Charlotte Hornets back. Yeah, that's right. They were the uh, fucking um, Bobcats. Yeah, that's dumb. And then... New Orleans became the Pelicans yeah. because they lost the rights to the Hornets. Yes. Uh, so the Charlotte Hornets are back now. So the Hornets, the Panthers, and the Hurricanes. Yes. I think that's it. Oh, I'm going to look so stupid. Well, it's no baseball. No baseball. No football. Well, the Panthers. Oh, the pa- well, yeah. But, yeah, okay, the Panthers. I mean, it's barely professional football. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that's the big four. Yeah, but yeah. North Carolina is North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. the what what is described by many Virginians as the indifference. Uh, it's it's North Carolina is a valley of indifference or uh, ignorance between two peaks of indifference. Uh, South Carolina and Virginia. Uh, the the thing about um, the thing about like North Carolina and South Carolina. Is that both states have such huge college football followings that I don't even know if they could support much more professional. Same, because, with, same with Virginia. I mean, we have Tech and we have UVA. Yeah, and those are... but like Carolina Clemson 
and for basketball, UNC Duke are just so much more oh, yeah. uh, like consuming for both of those states than any professional. Yeah, no, that's sport true. Be. That's true. Like the Panthers and the Hurricanes, especially, like don't really have that much of a fan base to speak of, just because people care so much more about yeah. the college sports. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I I'm a fan of like. The Bears and mostly the Blackhawks, just because I didn't care about either of those sports until I moved no. up here. I follow them. I don't follow either a lot, but I follow them way more than I did in the South. Right. Because all I followed was college football and baseball. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think that is an important part of like hearing stories from your dad. Oh, yeah. And the, because the Southern culture. Oh, it's so different. It's so different. <laughs> Well, and my family has, God, we've been in Richmond, Virginia since before the Civil War. No way. Yeah. Every, like, every generation? Of of tallies. Now, now my mom's family, they came over. Now my mom's family. <laughs> the Jennings is. They, they're, uh, they're, the Jennings. <laughs> so my, my, my dad's, my dad's folks are. Uh, and 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 rightfully so. After the Civil War, we declined because, and we should have because we were terrible people. <laughs> but like, we became more and more. My, my dad's people became more and more white trash. Oh my god! <laughs> Whereas my 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 mother's people became the very. Jennings. Well, the Jennings is they're all farmers, so they're all tobacco farmers. Oh, so they kind of yeah. stayed the same. They're all these upright, they're righteous, like sober tobacco farmers. You that know, is from so funny Southwest that, Virginia. Those are like the only. Two stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> and I got both of them. Uh, and you meet betwixt them. <laughs> uh, so your dad believes in Santa mm-hmm. and would tell you stories about his belief in Santa. Uh, he would. So he would tell stories. It would be twenty-four stories leading up to Christmas Eve, where we would have oh the fun, final story. Really? Yeah. And they were about Santa's guards, Clyde and Shovel, who are two t- toy soldier guards. Is this stuff like your dad all just this made up? This is just shit he oh made Oh my up. god. This is why I think he needs to do children's stories. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, he, what are their names? What? Clyde Shovel. and Shovel. Clyde and Shovel. His god. I know. On Christmas Eve you would tell the story? Oh, no, he would tell one. Oh, 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 uh, the whole The whole story would, about be, Clyde and would last a month long. And would it coincide with Advent? Um, no. What, it uh, was a denomination, are you? A Southern Baptist. Okay. So we, we didn't so really have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Episcopal, or yeah, I was raised Episcopalian. Um, so we were big Advent peeps. We've just now. My actually, this is one of my dad's like biggest gripes about recently about the Southern Baptist churches. He's like, he's like, uh, we we drink from a common cup now. Oh, it's really? an option to drink from a common cup at communion, and they do Lent and Advent. And my dad's just like, he's like, we're not Catholics for a damn reason. Oh and I'm like, I'm like, pop. Because like like he he was gonna be a minister for a long time. He yeah. went into the seminary and then got real disillusioned because they. I mean, he he did ministry to women's prisons. Whoa! And so got like real disillusioned with the idea that the Southern Baptist Church had a problem with uh, abortion as a right for a woman. No way! Yeah, and and good for him. Oh yeah, no, my dad is a really interesting dude because like he. I, I, uh, this is, I'm not going to turn this into Kyle's no, dad no, cast, no, no, but no, like no. he, he, uh, I mean, but that's a really important part of oh, yeah. where all this stems from. Oh, so. I'm, oh, I'm a lot like him too. Oh. We're just weirdos, but like he, it's certainly pertinent to the conversation. <laughs> I think. 
So don't feel bad. So he left. He ends up leaving the church and then becomes a banker and kind of becomes this kind of conservative kind of asshole, like guy who forgets like where he. And then about I'd say five, six years ago, he lost his job and had to, was on unemployment. Had to be on an unemployment for a year. Like was unemployed for about like two years almost. Wow! And through that transition, he's become this amazing liberal person, like open minded, like super. Oh my god! Because he he understands what it's like to be poor again. He understands what it's like oh, to struggle. How beautiful! I know it's so cool, dude. I have actually. A really similar story, um, and I'm gonna try to do a Cliff's Notes version of it. Um, but I like started writing it all down, um, so I'll probably share it in some way because it was like it's really important to me. So my dad, a little over ten years ago, my dad's also like super conservative, very Christian, um, like super red state. Uh, when I was growing up, I've talked about on the podcast before that like when I was growing up, he, uh, wasn't a huge fan of gay marriage and it was like Mm -hmm. one of the things that really, um, kind of put a rift between like my political views and his and, uh, in some of like, and like the kind of the way I felt about religion too, because Mm -hmm. he, he's very much like, um, it was most of his feelings about it were religious based. So anyway, um. That's come around. Uh, he's pro gay marriage now, which is awesome. Yeah, and uh, and but that was like that's changed in my lifetime, and he'll admit that, which is great. But then recently, uh, he got laid off from the job that he had for like a little over ten years, and um, and since then, I've seen him like two or three times, and something like. Uh, controversial will come up. I mean, I saw him at Thanksgiving. That was the day after the Ferguson decision. And, like, I had read a lot about it, and I had, like, I was feeling a lot of, like, empathy for that situation, and not to get super far into it, um, I got home for Thanksgiving, and I, like, kind of knew it was gonna come up somehow. Um, and my dad, mind you, is not, like, uh, you know, he's not some sort of like backwards, blatantly racist yeah. man. You know what I mean? He right. wasn't like. I don't want to give the impression that. He, right. that no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, definitely. But that's the definitely. case because that's not no. what it was at all. No, I, he just like totally didn't understand the situation. No, my my, I, I love my dad to death. Yeah, but and I, you know, he he did. My dad is at a, a really kind of weird point because, like, a lot of uh, his friends' sons are cops. Oh. But at the same time, my dad doesn't really like cops. Interesting. <laughs> so, so uh, f- that's not as much of a factor of it for mine. But, like, we were watching the news and they were talking about protesters in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And my dad was just like, oh, go home. Get go a job. Home. Yeah, like, yeah. take care of your kids and all this stuff. And I was just like, dad, please. Like, I just... I kind of like passively was just like I. He actually said, "Go home, stop trying to be on TV." And I just like, <laughs> and I was like, "Dad, I seriously doubt these people are there because they're trying to be on television." And then he kind of like let it go and didn't say anything else. And then they kept talking about it with good reason. Right. And my and he made like one more um, comment, something to the effect of like. Um, I, it was something very similar. Right. He just kept being like, go home, like, stop trying to be on TV. And I was like, 
Dad, maybe this is all they know how to do right now. Like, maybe these this group of people is so rightfully upset about this that, like, this is, like, protesting is in a lot of ways necessary. Like, what else is there to do kind of thing? And then, so we got into a conversation about, like, what the grand jury decision was. Because he didn't even really understand all the details right. of it. And he, like, started asking me really, like, insightful questions about... um just a lot of things. We really started talking about like the marginalization of minorities in yeah. a way that my dad has never thought about the marginalization of minorities because he's a middle-aged white Southern conservative yep. male. And like, and so, and then I saw him again this past weekend and I had another conversation with him about it. And I told him about, have you read anything about what killer Mike has said about, uh, the issues no. of Ferguson? It's really interesting. He's this like uh, he's a rapper, but he is uh, like a um, activist, right? Like, uh, yes, just for for anyone who is a raptivist. He's a raptivist, and so a I was telling my dad about it, and he like totally agreed with everything that I was telling him. That and uh, and he was just like, um, and at the end of the conversation, which went on for a while, he like went up to bed, and I was like, "Thanks for humoring me." In talking about all this, yeah. because it's not really a relationship or, like, something we'd ever really done before, talked about big social issues mm-hmm. like this, especially not in this candid of a way, and uh, and he was like, no, thank you, at Thanksgiving, you truly opened my eyes, and I just, like, immediately started crying. That's awesome! <laughs> I just started crying, and I was like, really? And he was like, yes, you're talking to you about... Um, like everything we talked about. And then the weekend after that, when we got home from Thanksgiving, our priest gave an amazing sermon about like, about a lot of the similar things mm-hmm. that you had been talking about, about like seeing marginalization and accepting like that every, that like he said something to the effect of like the sermon was about, um, if you truly like live as Jesus would want you to, then you will be able to see these problems oh, basically yeah. is 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 what the sermon was and he said he was like that combined with what we talked about truly opened my eyes and this conversation has like only taken me farther uh i've lived in this small town and like with all these backwards thinkers for over 20 years now and like i haven't been around enough intelligent people to like help me see this clearly these are that's so this, awesome. These are quotes from my dad, That's and I'm so, so sorry cool. to like hijack no, it. No, no. But it was so important and so like, like all at once, like heartwarming and like crazy. Like yeah. because it really, it was so unexpected. As much as I love my dad and as close as we are, it was so unexpected. Um, that's my story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll I'll give it back. No, no, was, no, no. I, that's so awesome. Cool. No, it's, it, I think I think it's super. I mean. I, I, I spent Thanksgiving explaining to my dad white privilege, so like that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, not not that that happened. No, but it, you know it, what I mean. It, it, well, first of all, it, it was, was funny. pretty funny <laughs> uh, because at a certain point, I, I had to just start showing him like web comics because like, yeah. he was like he wouldn't listen to me like verbally, but then he'd read the comic and be like, "That's right." And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I just said that, and he's like, "No, this is right." Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy because. It's, yeah, isn't it, isn't it such an insane feeling to be, like, pointing these things that are so obvious to you and I? But I think, I think it makes me super hopeful for the rest of the world. Yes, me too. 
And like I, I mean, like the, the, you, you touched upon something that I, I could, I literally talk for days about, which sure. is, in my opinion, that the church's involvement in in activism, which religion's involvement in activism, especially from the the Protestant Christian side. I mean, we've whitewashed and ruined, yes, ruined act, religious activism. Um, I, I don't want to go. Into, it, it's Very super. Well, it's super backwards, and it's. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I've I've said this before, but like like I, the, the, I'm this, sorry to no take no this is I'm totally into we this. We can get back to Santa for sure. <laughs> but, but like I mean, the the reason I if, I don't know who whose quote this is, but they they say that the reason you know uh, uh, socialism never take took in America is because Americans believe themselves to be embarrassed millionaires. Wow. Instead of like the abused proletariat that they are. Wow, you know, and 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 when you think when you think about like that, where it's like the idea, like, I, and and I really do think that like the wispy white kind of mm-hmm. Protestant have like taken the edge off of the you know the 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 uh, the, the Irish the, the Irish Catholic the Italian Catholic the you know the, the, uh, the recently Judaism in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, even though seventy percent of Jews vote. Uh, left the there's a large amount of really really conservative, conservative Jews sure. and I feel like most religious factions, regardless of what the denomination is or faith is, have at least some like faction or of that again that is like uber conservative. Oh, yeah. well, and I think they've been kind of sold this deception of the idea of. The, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think the American dream in itself is a deception, but the idea that it's like, oh, no, 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 come work for us. In a couple of years, you'll be middle yeah, management. Yeah, that, mean, That's the American dream, the, friend. The war, on pover- the war on the impoverished and the poor is very real. <laughs> and, and, if, and, and from a religious aspect. And it's aspect, all, like, brainwashed. If you are a true, you know, if, you, if you're a believer in Christ, you should literally... Do everything you can to help the poor and the downtrodden mm. and everybody. Like, and then that's what blows my mind is like, you, you walk, like, I literally can drive from my parents' house to my grandparents' house and pass like 10 or 12 churches. Well, why are there happen. homeless people in the streets yeah, of Virginia? Yeah. Why are, why are, like, that, they, they just. This is all the wrong uh, it's, focuses. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, uh, there are a lot of broken systems. Which is lo- why I like Christmas. <laughs> because. Yeah, we brought it back. Because Christmas is, or at least for me, the, the season of Christmas is important because we, as, as, as humans, Stop thinking about ourselves. Stop taking this from a selfish point of view yeah. and start to think of others. Yeah. What we can do to make others happy. It's got to be when the most charities get donations. And it's just a, such a positive idea. It's that, that we're going to set aside a time of year that we're just going to think about others. Mm-hmm. Or at least we're supposed to. Or, and we try to. And be thankful for what we have. Exactly. And That's why Thanksgiving and Christmas are like yeah. peanut butter and jelly. I mean, yeah. they I mean, the holidays for me are such a time of, are often a time of reflection. Definitely. I mean, well, it, and it, it, it's it's great that, you know, when we kind of appropriated a lot of different holidays, we put it right before the new year because this, it's basically... <laughs> us as a society saying, you know what, we looking back on the year and saying, man, there's a lot of good I miss doing. I'm going to try to do some now yes, while I can. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I've definitely been feeling that way. I think that's why I got so, like, 
social justice like in the last few weeks this is just like I mean it's hard not to especially that's what I was gonna say is like the end of this year has just been so like thing after thing after thing that's just like forcing me to and I feel like I've been um just I don't know way more tuned in with all of this than I had been before and I think it just took a couple of like you said, a couple of things that like it was too hard not to yeah. like get into that situation. But I'm very glad that we have the holiday now oh, yeah. and the new year. I think you're right. I mean, it's going to be hard to like truly feel unencumbered by a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it definitely wasn't Thanksgiving for me. Like it was kind of like a, it was something that kind of like nagged at me the whole time. It was just hard for me to like totally compartmentalize things. But at the same time, I was just like, well, I can do what I can do. Like, you know, having yeah. these heartfelt conversations with the people that I love the most in my life. And it's always kind of like, pained me that I feel like that understanding was still there and like getting closer to that being at least with those close to me, um, you know, less of a factor is like that helped me like be more encouraged for like the holidays. I mean, like, like, I mean, I, if I, I mean, yeah, you, 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 like, you, like, broke down the the Berlin Wall of, of like, like, insensitivity. That's insane. That's so good. That's, and, and see, that makes me super hopeful. That makes, like, I think, I mean, my dad's almost 60 years old. Like, my dad is not a young man. My dad has seen a long life and, like, known a lot of things. And the fact that I can still open his eyes to something that he was like unwilling to see every side of, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And not, not hatefully and not like purposefully just, there's just like some ignorance there and some, you know, the system is like sheltering him from, from understanding it. And, uh, and it, it really heartened me so much. So I'm hoping that those kinds of things go in the right direction and that we can like have, have a, a happy holiday and a new year that like see more understanding like that. Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, I'm, I mean, I tend to I'd be an optimist at, in Me general uh, because I think. Yeah, I think you would have to be to be <laughs> a, a jolly sense. Yeah, believer. yeah. Well, I, I I really do believe that people are at their. I, I'm, I'm Anne Frank. Nah. Uh, I really, but I really do believe that people at their their basis are good and want to do well, and that no, it's I just did. they've forgotten or we've told them that they don't need to. Yeah. And I I think that you know it's just it it just takes a little push. To get people to do the right thing. I mean, I don't know. I could just be... I mean, be, it's funny, you know, though. But, but, like, we could tie this back into one of the, like, basic things about Santa is that he is used for children as, like, uh, be nice, kids, or Santa won't bring you anything. I, um, okay, so, uh, I really... One of the things that I really dislike that a lot of parents do is the use of Santa as a 
uh, a disciplinary tool. Um, elf on the shelf. Oh, I hate elf. <laughs> be- because, be- okay, well, it, the, the Santa I believe in doesn't... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was too hard. When I just started thinking yeah. about too many of the religious Yeah, that's science. not my Santa. Exactly. Exactly. No, that, was, um, that was the reason I laughed as hard as I did. Santa don't said. make no broken things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is this Medea's Santa movie? Yes, it is. It is. But Medea goes to the North Pole. I, I, uh, Tyler Tyler Perry does some great Christmas stuff. I don't know if you've really? seen them. No, they're not they're a very. One. They're, I've seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman. End of Tyler Perry list. Also, a very good movie. <laughs> they're all very structured the same, but um, of course they are. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's I'm fine. being cruel. But um, it's not my bag, baby. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> not Santa's bag. Boom, baby. Double nail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, I don't go dying on me. Santa doesn't give gifts because Timmy and Tommy have been good. Yeah. He does it because he he's expressing his love for humanity. Mm-hmm. It's 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 love for all mankind. Yeah, and the idea that just because you misbehave, someone won't still love you. Is ludicrous. It is, and I think that it's a really bad lesson to teach kids. Yeah, for sure. I think Santa is super important, mm-hmm. but I think the idea—I mean—and don't get me wrong—I I definitely think kids should be disciplined. Mm-hmm. But using the idea of giving a gift as a bribe, mm-hmm. especially in a season that's so important mm-hmm. about. Giving to others, mm-hmm. you're teaching them that their actions only apply to them, and they only pr- apply to what they're going to get. Yes, instead of exactly, you're not you're not being good because for it's, the sake of it, anyone for else. the sake of being good, or because it gives I mean, you the feeling. Again, I mean, you could say the same thing about religion. You can well. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I mean, be good so you can go to heaven. Nicholas, I mean, Saint Nicholas is. I mean, he's uh, Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra. Oh yeah, we got to get into this. <laughs> so yeah, you have to know a lot of the like actual Santa origins. I do, I do. I know a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of our like traditional stuff we take from. Do you know a lot of the uh, like other countries Santa I traditions do. too? I do. Yeah, let's launch into that. I promise I'm not going <laughs> to take it on any more tangents. That's fine. Um, I mean. <coughs> the Santas in different countries, for the most part, there's a couple of countries like like Italy has uh, Bon Natale, mm-hmm. uh, who is like the the little witch who delivers gifts. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wait, good Natalie? No, oh. no, it's 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 it's, <laughs> I, 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 it's 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 like Bon Natale or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it is good, Natalie. Oh no! I was, oh, that would I be the Italian. Like, yeah, I don't. That's know. the only thing I was doing was like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make these words into English. English. It's like when someone says chocolate, and you, you're like chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, um, no, it's just being dumb. Uh, some some areas of Australia have like uh, the the tinkerer. Tinkerer. He, so he's like this traveling gypsy with a big sack, and he's got he toys. Sounds like he would get along with. Clyde and shovel. He would. Shovel. He would get along with Clyde and shovel. Uh, tink, well, t- I mean, the idea of tinkerer is like really common in like Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they were essentially like I'm 
they were people of Romani descent mm-hmm. um, who would travel and they would sharpen your knives and they would, you know, you trade for sugar and oh, they, they're traders. God. But so in, so, and it's a big thing in like, uh, like Scotch Irish culture. Uh huh. And so of course, when they were shipped to, uh, Australia, uh, uh-huh. Tinker so, kind of became the Santa figure because you know there's no sleigh, so how there's no snow, so how is going to Santa oh, going to land like, a sleigh? Traded all of the. Uh, well, no, he like their their Santa became the the Tinkerer, like uh-huh. they, basically because like well Santa's not going to come here in his sleigh with his reindeer. The reindeer will get too hot. It's yeah. Australia. Yeah. But it, but the Tinkerer will give the kids gifts. That's so crazy. Uh, when I was on study abroad in the UK. And I stayed at a bed and breakfast in Stratford for a while with my um, fellow study abroaders. And they, they had a dog named Conker. Uh-huh. And uh, if he was ever, like, begging or, like, being a little too needy of any of the guests, the people who ran the bed and breakfast would be like, Conker, don't be a tinker. <laughs> and they would call him a tinker. And it took us so long to know what they were, like, calling him. And uh-huh. we didn't understand it. And it was just like... A beggar. Yeah. Like they were just like yeah, calling don't be him a, a gypsy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were just like calling him a beggar. And I was just like, this is hilarious. So yeah. it was like, so every time we would try to um, uh, attempt <coughs> their accent, we would always say that sentence. We'd always say, Kanka, don't be a tinker. <laughs> and uh, uh, my friend Ashton, who's from Alabama, ah. had thick southern accent and when they um would try to they had like a young daughter and when she would like try she would go to school and like do the southern accent oh that's adorable just like fucking if a british person came oh that's fucking adorable yeah so she went to school and was like there's this girl she has this crazy you know american southern accent and she says conquer don't be a tinker and like all of the consonants were just like so hard oh it man was, but like it wasn't far off she had a thick southern accent it was so funny so hearing you say tinker is like take is take and then back. when you said because originally i was like tinker well that makes me think of um the uk and then you were like scotch and welsh and i was like oh Oh, that really is the yeah. same thing. <laughs> so, uh, and then like, you know, like Poland and like some of the other, like, uh, more like Eastern uh, Europe, like, they, 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 like you're like the central European kind of countries that uh-huh. they have like, uh, it's, it's not a super cool practice <laughs> uh, anymore. Uh, I never was oh. black Peter. They talked about this on weekend update. Oh, did they? Yes. They made a black Peter joke because Colin Jost was like, uh, uh, or um, he said that uh, or Casey Jost. Uh, which one's which? Which one's the weekend update, Andy Garrett? It's two brothers. M- They're both named Jost. Is isn't Michael Che one of them? Yeah, I know Michael Che. It's Colin Jost. I think Casey's brother. Anyway, um, They're both comedians. Jost. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's um, a weird thing. One for of them. them to do. His brother came back. Did something at the Annoyance, um, and I knew who he was before I knew who. The person who is actually on Weekend Update. Anyway, I'm... I, one of the Jost brothers. One of, uh, so Jost made the <laughs> joke, and he was like, uh, some new controversies have arisen over a European Christmas tradition called Black Peter, yeah. and they like showed a picture of it, and the audience was just like, ooh. And then he said, uh, I tried to look up more research on this, but then... 
I, or I tried to look up more research on this by Googling Black Peter, but then my work took my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, so there's actually like a lot of, I mean, like there's a children's story called Santa and Pete. Santa and Pete? Yeah, cool. Peter. Peter. Uh, the, the story of Black Peter is like, uh, he he's a Moor that St. Nicholas converts and becomes his... Of course, there's a yeah, <laughs> some yeah. sort of conversion exactly. story Exactly, I mean, yeah. And, uh, he's, and he becomes his like, right-hand White dude right. or, or slave in some areas. Oh, boy. I, I like to look at it from the, the... the more wholesome light <laughs> where Santa's not a racist who owns people. Oh, um, no. I mean, but Santa owns elves. He does, slave, okay. That's slave labor, It's not it? slave labor. They can leave anytime <laughs> they want. The world's not safe for elves. He's also, I'm him? not 100% sold on the idea of elves. Okay. I'm not sure who helps How him. How he get them toys. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, this is like a person being like, I believe in God, but I'm not sure about angels. <laughs> like, literally, it's, that is, it's, it's that every, insane. Everything has the same analogy. <laughs> but, like, I'm not terribly sure Santa I think elves exist. God. Yes. Santa is God. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but... I, yeah, so I'm not 100%, but it's not slave labor. Okay, um, isn't there a European tradition of, like, presents and shoes? Uh-huh. That, that, Norway? That, that, the, the, Dutch. Yes, Dutch. <laughs> the Netherlands. Yes. Holland. Well, a, a lot of the Germanic countries. Okay. Uh, any area that used to really worship Odin... Is shoe-related? It's shoe-related because the kids back in the old Norse times would put their shoes and they would fill them with hay and carrots and stuff for Slipner, who was Odin's eight-legged horse. And in return, Odin... This is all Norse, This is all Norse mythology or... uh, Great Odin's beard! (laughs) Blind old Odin! Odin Odin one-eye! Um, and so Odin would reward the kids for feeding Slipner by leaving, like, you know, an orange or Slipner. And actually, that's where uh, Slipner's eight legs is where we actually get the idea of eight, eight reindeer. reindeer? Yeah. This is the best. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they did that. And actually, uh, the the idea of, like, uh, the stockings and stuff. I was going to ask from, if that was associated. Shoes. comes from uh, one of St. Nicholas's. Miracles. It's like I think it's like the miracle of the dowries. He basically provides uh, these three daughters with enough money for to pay their dowries, so that they won't have to either be sold into sold into slavery or become old maids. I realize uh, now it's a horribly yeah. old kind of way to look at things. We get it. <laughs> Hashtag not all Santas. <laughs> He had, and somebody made him a saint because he helped women not become old lady librarians who had a bunch of cats and could be wives to husbands. We get it. He's a saint. Well, I mean, the original Saint Nicholas, I mean, he was was a, 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 a kid who was like parents, he died, and they were very wealthy. And they left him and all the money oh, to him. So he was just like well, making he, it rain. Well, he was raised by the local monks, and he decided when he became of age that he wanted to basically 
do as much good and renounce kind of his wealth, but use his wealth to do good. Aww. And so that's like, that's Charlie old saying, right? Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, let's see. So there, I mean, Santa traditions essentially exist in like most countries mm-hmm. or is it? I mean, most. I mean, nowadays, yes. Oh, sure. I mean, like, like such a like global. But but in like Asia as a whole. I mean, outside of like the Coca Cola Santa Claus that we kind of bring. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. So Coke essentially popularized what we consider Santa. Sort of. Okay, so there was uh, the 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 most like the first original idea of Santa as not a tiny old elf. Mm Uh, was drawn. It was a, a, a depiction of a Dutch sailor okay. who basically looked like Santa, and so they drew him like Santa. Okay. Uh, and uh, for a long time, because of like Clement Clark Moore's uh, "A Visit from Saint Nicholas," we we had this idea that he was kind of like like almost hobbit size, like not quite real short, mm-hmm. but like not human size. Do you think that's where the ch- chimney thing came from? Well, the, still tiny. Uh, the chimney thing kind of also comes from. Uh, the the uh, the one well, the miracle of the the dowries because oh, because he first he walks in and then the dad's like how did this happen I'm gonna lock our door somebody keeps oh, giving us money he totally Vernon Dursley did yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, and and so he's no like post on Sunday yeah, exactly uh, love Sundays uh, um, <laughs> but uh, so. So then, you know, you you get that depiction, and then um, from there, it becomes more of like the the Rockwellian. I mean, Norman Rockwell kind of basically. Oh, that makes a lot. Got what he, and then then our modern concept of Santa Claus, for the most part, does does in fact come from Coca Cola. With like jolly man, red suit, red suit, white trim, beard, yeah, Uh, tiny glasses. Tiny, always with a Coke in hand. Yeah, always drinking Cokes. Always just, just <laughs> <laughs> jamming down them got, Cokes, man. Got so many diabetes. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wonder, could an immortal being get diabetes? I'm going to say yes. He just has to use insulin his whole yeah, life. Yeah. It won't kill him, but he'll go to sleep for a long time. An Odin sleep, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm the worst. Um... Well, uh, it's 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 very. That's crazy, though, that a corporation, a product, produced what we consider Santa. Well, for the most part, I mean, like there, there, like um, you know, there, there are versions like, um, his like his is like uh, Western European, so like France and uh, England for the mm-hmm. most part. Uh, their depiction of him, he has a longer coat; it's like to the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in France, he flies. There's a lot more. I'm picturing a lot more like greenery associated there is. with there him. Is. Yeah, like kind of like a Ghost of Christmas uh, Past kind of thing. Yeah, come forth and know me better, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I like. As soon as we started talking about European Santa, I was just like, boom. Yeah, Ghost of Christmas Past. Well, and, and it goes in kind of with the idea of the the Roman Festivus idea yes, and that kind of stuff. For and the that, rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are just knocking these. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm lobbing them anyway, to you, and you're knocking them out of the park. Yeah, I'll bump it. You said, yeah, there we and go. I'll spike it again. <laughs> but uh, 
it, it's it's it, yeah. For, but for the most part, our our Santa Claus that most kids will recognize is a large large influence by the Coca Cola Corporation. That's crazy. It, but I mean, that's kind of how Santa as an introduction into America came about. Yes, that's because the the, uh, the 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 first like Santa Claus. Like, Mall Santa was introduced by, you know, like, companies like Macy's. There was... Oh, yes. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, so, so corporations have always been trying to use Santa Claus. Because my dad talks about, like, going to Macy's when he was a little kid. And they had... The Macy's in Atlanta has this, like, giant pink pig. And he would ride the pink pig... And I don't know what that means. It's not a real pig. It's some sort of, like, pig ride. And they would ride the pig and visit Santa. So, like, riding the pink pig is somehow a Christmas... A weird thing. old Christmas thing for my dad and his siblings. So, so in Richmond, we had uh, Tallheimers. Tallheimers. Yes, they were, they were, they were the, the, the Tallheimer family. They, were the, they owned the, the, the mercantile shop. The, uh, the, you know, they, they owned the... the our Sears, our, you know, our Sears and Roebuck, sure. our, our Macy's, in, and they, they had store. the Tallheimer's Tea Room, and they had the Santa Claus, and I remember going to him because he lived through, he recently, Mr. Hood recently passed, uh, but he was the iconic Santa, I mean, he would, I remember you would, you would walk in and... Spruce Goose, the talking spruce tree, would would talk to you, and then the Winter Queen, the the Snowflake Queen, would 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 ask you your name and how you're doing, and talk to you while you're in yes. line. Yes. And then he would come down the chimney, you'd get on his throne, and he would sit on his lap, and he'd say, "Hi, Kyle. I'm glad to see you." Yeah. You know, like, and 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 he was just this iconic rich man. There 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 are actually books like written about this guy because he's Did so he still. He doesn't do this anymore. No, he's dead. He this passed. person, yes, uh, his is. I, I don't remember what his first name was, but I know he. Something I was knew good. him as Mister Hood. Uh, he 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 has a son, Robin. Oh, he was, okay. He's, he's, right. he's one of those kind of guys. He's a kooky okay. kind of local All character. Right. That's true. He named his kid Robin. Yes. Oh my goodness! You know there. What a so, jokester! My <laughs> there's a lot of weird people where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> So that was your perception of Santa oh, man. For, for the longest time. And, and you know, I, I got, there are so many pictures. I have, of uh, course. My, my, okay, so I'm the only child. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they're literally going on the stairs to go up to my, like to the upstairs of my house. There is a wall of just pictures wall, of wall me. Pictures of you. And it is just. Boom, it's like, boom, me as a Cub Scout. Boom, me graduating. Boom. Every possible oh, situation every. could my, have been. My baby hat that I wore in the, in the like, incubator thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, you're like the, uh, um, you're like the Barbie of your family. You yeah. know, it's like, Barbie can be everything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I am, I am, well. And, Let's see every version of Kyle. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, and it gets worse even because my mom's. My mom's parents, I'm the only grandchild. Oh my gosh. And so their house is even worse. Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> But funny. like there are pictures I have like I have pictures of Santa Claus with me at, with Santa Claus till I was a little too old to probably be seeing Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. 
And, and, and rightfully so, because I, because, I mean, honestly, Santa doesn't visit my house anymore because I don't need him to. He does, Aww. he understands that, like, he, there are other kids out there, other men, other people out there. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird. Got a little weird for a second. You sec. said other kids. kids. I did. Because well, I'm used to explaining this when I was younger. Sure. This is like, because this is something I have to, like, every serious relationship eventually gets to the point where I have to explain to the person I'm dating that I still believe in Santa Claus. And they're like, oh, you're just a weird fucking person. I'm like, no. no. I mean, yes, I am. But, like, it's no different than believing in Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad. And, and I don't mean to trivialize these religions I mean to say if they're possible why isn't this I don't blame you dude I don't blame you (laughs) this is great (laughs) yeah I'm just a whole bag of hammers I love it so much so from the days of your dad Uh telling made up stories about like Subliminal character, not subliminal. Subliminal um, about uh, like side characters, side characters of the Santa story. Uh, to like the stories were subliminal, feel- possibly. No, He's yeah, like, maybe. I want to turn my son into the weirdest person. Yeah, possible. maybe, maybe. <laughs> if you played all the stories backwards, yeah, it's, it's just like Kyle be weird, yeah. <laughs> have relationship issues, to try to be a comedian. <laughs> That is so funny. Um, but he told you side stories about these mm-hmm. made up characters. From that through now, how you have like made peace with the fact that Santa goes to children and young people who still like need him in their lives yeah. and uh, doesn't necessarily come to kids. I mean, men. Men. <laughs> doesn't come to grown men. Um, yeah. That's great. I love that as a like overarching evolution something we hinted at uh, do you feel like there was any time in there where like do you remember when you started to maybe did you were did you ever feel skeptical oh yeah man oh yeah i mean i, I mean just through peer pressure alone i was Aww. like yeah i mean i mean i uh, i would i would say i'm a born again santa father <laughs> that makes a lot of sense that makes no. a lot of sense i mean i i, I never Truly, I, I guess, stop believing. It's just the idea that your faith. It's just a weird. Th- I, I recognize that it is a weird thing, and like so, it's it's not necessarily something you know a seventeen year old kid or a sixteen year old kid being into. Can, and, I mean, and yeah. like I was already, you know. Pushing the boundaries of being socially acceptable by people Nerdy because and weird. Well, because like I was. Well, no, I didn't I, mean to like put that on you. No, in high in high school I was a bit of a douchebag. I guess. Really? Yeah, I was. Uh, That's. I was a popular me. kid. Really? I was homecoming king my senior year. Dope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was prom queen, but I went to a math and science school, so I was like queen of the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were homecoming king. Yeah. You were mean? I was maybe not. See, the thing was, I tried to, I I thought, like, uh, yeah, I wasn't the best person. Do you think you were trying to be someone you weren't? Yeah, definitely. Do you, to try to, like, win friends? To normalize myself, I think. Oh, yeah, I definitely had, before I went to the math and science school, I definitely, like, I don't think I was blatantly, like, 
a douchebag or or trying to be but I was definitely trying to be someone that I was not in the sense that like I would always try to be into the same things that the like popular kids were into right and like I didn't really let my true personality kind of shine it would just kind of be like oh what like I have to watch um like TRL so that I know what everyone's talking about and stuff like right. that when that wasn't really like what I was into um I could be very mean girly I guess yeah the best. okay like, that's like, fair I, I feel like I, most well I don't know I feel like definitely every kid goes through that kind of phase where they're like well I don't want to be this person's friend anymore <laughs> so I'm gonna be bitchy about mm-hmm. it uh so you were born again. Yeah, born again Santa follower. And you find yourself now. Uh, so we talked about this a little bit at the beginning. We talked about Christmas movies, and we talked about how there are certain Santa stories that you don't like. What yeah. are some of your favorite Santa movies? Oh man, favorite favorite portrayals of Santa. <sighs> like, how do you feel about things like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? I really like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I kind of figured you'd be a big fan of that. Um, I really like those. Who is a really good Santa? That's a great question. I was I've never seen him play him, but I always thought John Goodman would be a very good Santa. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Man, that's just projecting because like John Goodman's like my spirit animal. <laughs> I mean, but you so also you how often have you played Santa before? Oh man. Um well back in Virginia. My dad does it a lot. Your almost dad's, every year. Me I feel like me and your dad would get along. Oh, I feel like we're I we're know bros. me exactly <laughs> my dad and you would get along. Um so in Virginia for like Three years, I would uh, dress up as Santa for the local like boys and girls club. Um, like the YMCA ran a program where like folks at the YMCA would buy Christmas gifts and coats and stuff for these kids at yeah, one like of the more a like angel tree like like thing. the angel tree kite. I yeah, think it might have been my angel parents tree. do that every year. I've done it once or twice independently, not as much as I should, but my parents do it every year. And I, w- I would do that, and it was always just the most amazing thing because these kids like I remember one year I still have so thankful I still have the little cookie the kid gave me because these kids they get a meal and then they get to meet Santa and they get their presents and these these three kids these 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 three kids came up to me and afterwards after giving out the gifts and the the oldest boy gives me his like their dessert Aww. from that and it it's still like it's he had just like you know gotten you know a gift and his first reaction was to give another gift and that is why santa claus is important that is like truly to me like the reason why i think it's it's important to do to to encourage this in kids and not to use it as this kind of bribe system and and because because that right there that kid just in a moment was like oh santa gave me something i want to give him something that oh, is what it is, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and so I, I did that, and um, I, I've done that for them. And I would also go. Uh, there's a private preschool called Rainbow Station mm-hmm. in in Richmond, in Virginia. There's a bunch of them, and uh, I would go and and do Santa for them. And I would read out the the list of kids, and I'll have they to would ask come up. My um, they, brother, I've, what. Uh, preschool. I was going to say, if they're looking into preschools, Rainbow Station's a really good one. Oh, I, I, my, my friend Katie is their Right now he teacher. goes to daycare because he's still pretty young, but... Yeah, if they're if they're looking for like private kindergartens, private preschools, mm-hmm. like uh, Rainbow Station's really good. Where it's at? Yeah, because they, they have a registered nurse, 
Like they have an RN. Cool. So like if you can't come to get the kids while you know you're you at work, take care of them. they actually take care That's of them. That's great. So it's oh, it's awesome. But um, <laughs> so you did that. For, I would for do that, that for them. For younger kids. Yeah, they, that's for like um, up to like I'd say like seven. Uh, do you so feel right like, around the age when they stop believing? Yeah. Do you feel like there's a uh, there's a not necessarily a danger, but like isn't it confusing for kids? Because I'm sure those kids probably saw you at school and then saw like a different Santa at the mall and then you know what I mean or do they just like you get know, wrapped if they're young enough they just like get wrapped up in it I, I think to a point all fat bearded white guys look the same <laughs> um, and, and so like that I come from it from that standpoint but also I think it's really important to but I you're mean, also a total Yukon. Yeah, you no, I am. Like I got a red the, beard. You're like the most Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. Of. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about Bumbles is Bumbles bounce. And we uh, God, when he he throws his Bumbles pick up in the air bounce. and he and he tastes it and he's like, and I'm like, no. like, like you can't taste for gold. He tried. I, I walked around Chicago just sticking my finger in the dirt, being like, nope, no gold, nothing. Yeah, maybe that's another reason why people think I'm weird. Um, no. <laughs> You're so Yukon right now. Yeah. Um, I have a red hat that pulls it all together. Oh, of course you do. I've gone as a sexy lumberjack like the last three Halloweens. <laughs> cut off jean shorts, like really high cut off like oh Daisy Dukes. Yeah. The flannel shirt and uh, suspenders with a red hat. I You're look ridiculous. great. Of course you do. <laughs> Uh, so you've done both of those. Mm-hmm. You've done, you did preschools and did the preschool circuit. Yeah. Did the YMCA I, I did circuit. that. And then, uh, I've, I did the, the cards against humanities thing. Yes. I, I was going to bring that up if you didn't. And I was, so. I was a little worried because like, I was like, well, I was also like super short for money. So I was like, kind of fuck it. Like, I, whatever. You were going to do it regardless. I was going to do regardless, yeah. but I was like, I was like, I really hope they don't want me to do anything like the last one where it's like buckets of cum oh, and oh, shit. Oh, I was oh. like, cause like. You didn't want to smut up Santa. I, I, ju- I just, I, I mean, I would have done it because I'm desperate and a whore, <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, if I had my druthers, I would rather not present Santa in a super negative light. It wasn't. It was a positive light, but he was just he dead. He was just dead. He was and just it was, dead. he was dead. And everybody seemed real it sad about it. It was tastefully dead. It was... I was very... First that of all... Video that video is great. Uh, for anyone who's who hasn't seen it, um, if you go to... I think it's still up on the Holiday yeah. Bullshit site. Uh, if you go to either the like Cards Against Humanities website or just HolidayBullshit.com, yeah. it introduced the um, this thing that they did this year for 250,000 people. Yeah. If you give them $15, then you get 10 gifts or, or 10 or whatever gifts. 10 or whatever gifts because we don't know how long Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa is. But the bit that they did for the video to promote it, and Claire did an incredible so job pulling it together. Just Claire's absolutely amazing. incredible. She is... A gem of a human being. I wish there were like ten Claire's so we could Me steal too. one because like right? we'd get so much more work Claire done. Claire makes the wheels turn, and she's like she's directing our Sketchfest show this year, so everything is like moving really efficiently. That's so good. 
and in such good ways. Not that it hasn't in the past, but like she just fucking Claire, head bitch in charge dude, in it like a fucking beast. It's Claire, Claire scares me. She's like, great, man. She could get super scary awesome. because like she gets shit done. So Claire pulled this video together that um, the bit of the video was that it was a funeral for Santa, mm-hmm. and there are four actors: uh, Matt five, King. Uh, Andrew Bentley, Claire, and one of the guys. Matt Kidd. Matt yeah, Kidd. Yeah, yeah. Kidd. No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I've worked like a couple times. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Um, no worries at all. The only reason I corrected you is because he's done the podcast before. Yeah. Matt Kidd's a, a good friend of mine. So, Matt Kidd, Andrew Bentley, yeah. Claire, and. Uh, one of the guys who I think uh, is. One Eli. Of the, yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the, the cards guys. Yes. And he's like one of the most. Um, ones who's willing to kind of do little like performancey things. You, you, you could. The, the, there were others there during the setup, and they like it's it, so it, funny. They, they are like the downstairs kids from recess. It's they're like the inside so kids. Funny. Like, if they, they really are, just like, you really <laughs> have to be around them long enough for them to like feel comfortable just talking. But e- Eli and uh, David Munker and Max, of course, are the, yeah. they're the ones that in my eyes have been the most like outgoing towards me but when we all went to Seattle with them a lot more of them like opened up but it really just like I mean people are introverts like people can stay to Which their is, own with, I think I think we as like especially as comedians forget that we're exactly. just because we're all just like yes look at me but in like stupid puppies yeah. and humpless everything's a bit and, yeah, and like, yeah and like then some people are just like so exhausted by it and I don't blame them people I, don't have to be okay <laughs> with that activity like it's fine so but yeah so you and uh so in their discussion by santa's coffin um they're talking about like what they're going to do instead of having christmas yeah and they have 10 days or whatever of kwanzaa (laughs) because no one knows how many how how long kwanzaa is i i i I think it's 10 days it might be eight I have no idea. I don't know. It is of Hanukkah, right? Yeah. So I, I eight crazy nights. Eight crazy nights. Thanks for giving us that. Adam, Adam Sandler and Waterboy. We wa- oh my eight god. Crazy. Nights. Sometimes you just need Adam to hear Adam Sandler do like the like it brings you back. It, <laughs> it's like a hard wire reset. It brings you back to a place like that's not so bad. Time. Yeah, a simpler time. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie growing up. If anyone ever asked me. My response was always Big Daddy. Really? Big Daddy. That's a very... Right? That's Such a, a specific favorite movie, right? So when we moved out here, like, uh, Melzer, like, I think Melzer has always been uh, very upset that he's never been able to find an apartment like the apartment in Big Daddy. That is so funny. <laughs> With the, like, giant doors. Giant doors. Like, and, like, like, it's huge. It's, it's like a massive loft. loft with, like, brick and, like, fa- it's like an old, like... It's it's something that would cost in where he was living in New York. It would cost like millions of dollars, thousands at least. Yeah, it, it, it some would say trillions. <laughs> it is an amazing apartment. I love that movie so much. Um, uh, I'm trying it so. Um, I eight crazy nights is a weird movie. It it, it is a weird movie. I actually I, I don't. I don't particularly remember a lot of it. I don't remember too much. I just remember there's an old little guy. And everybody's voiced by Adam Sandler. Yes. Which, it's basically like um, the... Uh, it's a prelude to clumps, family guy. It's like nutty professor <laughs> yeah. type thing, but all voice work. 
<laughs> and, and I remember there's like a little guy whose mother, like, he took... I, I don't really remember. Anyway. Yeah. So you got to do that for cards. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's so funny. And Kyle's playing Santa. Yeah, and that's a lot of fun. Which is like... How, you know, how many people have seen you play Santa now? Uh, a lot. That's a lot. I, of I, I need, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's a, a lot. A lot, lot of peeps. A lot of people's peepers. Peeping on, on me. Kyle as Santa, yeah. which I think should not go unmentioned here. <laughs> so uh, I think it best. Let me get a oh, uh, be unprofessional and get a time check here. Oh, we're doing we're doing well. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, but we can we can start thinking about. Um, Wrapping things up. You never did answer who you thought some of your favorite. Oh yeah, um, I, I think Tim Allen did a really good job. I think he really stays faithful with the idea of. It's a very unique Santa story. It is, and it's cool. It was it, like at the time it came out, it was like, oh shit! Like Christmas movies can be invented. Yeah. Like I hear a lot of people gripe about the. Uh, repetitive nature of like Christmas movies and and music it's and and such because it's it's just kind of trotting out the same themes yeah. but it's a pretty unique take on no, it No I definitely think so I mean watching the Santa Claus is like a family tradition along with watching my dad cry when Linus gives the speech in a Charlie oh, like same Z our dads like, would be best my, my dad, like, he mumbles it under his breath and tears. My dad does, too. It is oh, my God. Most, our dads are the same. I know. Our dads, is your dad, like, a, a short little fat guy with a beard? Um, He doesn't have a beard. He is fat. Um, He's, like, five... Nine. Okay, my, so my, my dad's 5'6". He's shorter than you, right? Oh, so much. I'm oh, almost, like, my mom's 5'11", five 5'10". Five Your mom's that much taller than my, your dad? My, 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 my mom's people are very tall. What? My dad's people a are very short. delight. Yeah, I know. The Jennings. Is that The Jennings is, yeah. The Jennings are very tall. And the tallies and are the very tallies short. are short little tallies. So dad's 5'6", and he's got he's got really small feet. He's like an inverted hobbit. Because he's very much like a hobbit. Like, he wears his robe a lot. He's and he like likes... the child of a hobbit and a dwarf. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> but he's got very small feet. And, like, he, he's just a very... Oh, my God. He looks... I mean, like, we're very similar. I'd show you, I'll show you a picture once we're done. I like think, yeah. He's I a very weird guy. That. That's so funny. No, he's not. He's not a small man. He's a rather large man, but uh, he cries every time yep. we watch Charlie Brown Christmas. He cries at Linus's speech, and he says, "That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown." <laughs> every single time, and oh, um, our dads are the same people. I know it, it's uh, it's really beautiful. Like I feel like <laughs> there's this thing about Southern dads that somehow unites all. Of it, them. it is. It is. They're all very like, or at least I, I feel like I, Southern dads who ev- eventually raised comedians are yeah. all the same. <laughs> They're all. I'm also very very similar to my dad. Like as much as you feel you, are, oh, yeah. I also feel that way about mine. Um, but. Uh, if only I were more like my mother. My mother's a good, right. decent woman. I feel the same <laughs> way. It's like I got all of my like need for attention and hard headedness from my dad, and um, like I like to think I got all of the good, some of the good qualities from my mother. But oh man, 
I think the only negative quality that I got from my mother was my like we both share a love for shopping. Oh, like, that is so funny. I, well, I, the negative quality that I got from my mom is my terrible eyesight. Ah, thanks, mom. I got that from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's only got bad eyesight in his old age. Um, so we like the Santa Claus. I like the Santa Claus. Like, I really liked. Uh, I, the Guardians of Childhood. It's a cartoon, so I mean, it doesn't really count. But uh, that's what it's called, the Guardi- Guardians of Childhood. Yeah, well, that's what the novels are called. Okay. The, the the movie was like I think Rise of the Guardians. Oh oh oh! Uh, the Owls of Gahu. No, that's Guardians of Gahu. Uh, Rise like Rise of the Guardians yeah, is the Santa Owls. Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, the Sandman, and oh, Jack Frost. Wait, I did hear about this. Came out last year, right? Uh, two or years two ago. years ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahu. What's this thing called that you're talking about? Well, it's the Rise of the Guardians. It's a Rise of the Guardians. It's that's right. It's a book series by because when it started coming out, I was like, "Haven't they done this before?" No, this is a different thing. Got it. What's his name? He wrote A Day with Will Robinson, and he wrote Dinosaur Bob. A Day with Um, it all sounds familiar, but I have no idea. He he also wrote A Roly Poly Oly and a bunch of William Joyce. He's small and short and, and round, and in the, the land of curves and curls, and curls and is kid Howdy. Howdy. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we grew up with the Disney Channel, I see. Do the noodle dance. <laughs> uh, PB&J Otter, I could talk about a while. Oh um, my god, yeah, we both grew up on Disney Channel. <laughs> but uh, they, they're Santa Claus. Uh, William Joyce wrote the novels. They're like small chapter books, and they're each about... Um, like, well, the first one's like about North, who is like eventually becomes Santa. Um, and then, uh, the second book's about like the Easter Bunny, who is okay. a puka, and uh, like Harvey in, in the movie Harvey. Really? Yeah. That's delightful. Uh, and then the Tooth Fairy, and then they just all. just talked about Jimmy Stewart a few weeks ago when we talked about Harvey. I like Jimmy Stewart, he's a good guy. Harvey's a great, um, thing that exists, story, if you will. Yeah. I've seen it as a play. Was it first a play and then a movie? Or maybe vice versa? I, I, I want to say that it was... I, I'd like to say that it was first a movie just because I, I only know Because the, the like, Jimmy Stewart right. aspect of it is... is Harvey. Uh, you may be right, and I may be crazy. Um, <laughs> so... Oh, you like the Rise of the Guardians? Yeah, they're, 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 their portrayal of Santa. Uh, he has like a naughty and nice tattoo on like his forearms, and I, I'm actually probably gonna eventually one day get it because I think it's dope. That's amazing, <laughs> right? And and he like Do it. he's a oh, he's like he's a very badass, and he's got like two swords. And he's, like on your forearm? Yeah, like like I'll show you the picture that, that, that I have for the tattoo artist uh, that I've been talking with. The um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it just says like naughty and nice, boom. And you'd just be like hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be like, what? He's talking about on like the front of your Yeah, arms. yeah, naughty yes. and nice, and just be like, boom. You could what's cross your up? arms and, and just, just look like a badass. Yes, yes, I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, I'm such a huge fan of this. As soon as I get more money, that's what's going to happen. So I am so Jay. Theoretically, Jay, after guys, Christmas. Um, we need to start a GoFundMe. Crowd, yeah, crowdsource. <laughs> This. <laughs> we need to fund this tat project. Uh, that is wonderful. I can see why you like it. Yeah, he's he's awesome. It's also, kind of like a silly, more unique take on it. I it is. Think. It is. It, well, it, and it's it's less about Christmas and more about. Um, 
I mean, the story revolves around Jack Frost and, hmm. like, how he doesn't feel like he's, you know, like, kids actually like him because... It, 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 it's, it's, it's a very, like, light portrayal of Santa. Alec Baldwin does it. He does, like, a very like, Russian accent. It's pretty good. It's a good so, job. kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas type thing? I actually hate Nightmare Before really? Christmas. I... There's a point where Santa gets taken by Oogie Boogie, and, and like I too dark. find that no, I find that to be absurd. Santa would crush Oogie Boogie, like th- he wouldn't even have a you chance. You don't like it because it calls into question Santa's abilities as a man. Yes, that yes. is great. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, bring back, kidnap the Santa Claus, put him in the yeah. Oogie Boogie doesn't even kidnap right. him. Right. Well, fucking well, then, and then, then during the whole like, oh, you're joking. You're, you're joking. joking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, please. Santa would pull out a shotgun I'm and blow Mr. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Like, in what world is the, 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 uh, like, Archon or like, uh, fucking, uh, like the what what avatar of Halloween more powerful than Santa Claus, the avatar of Christmas. I refuse to believe that they are even on the same level. Super duper glad we hit this topic. <laughs> this is some heated stuff. Yeah. That is so funny. I, so I, you I, have no affection for Nightmare Before Christmas. None. What? I don't really like Tim Burton at all. I mean, that's probably general. one of his only things that I tolerate. I like I like Ed Wood, and I think Big Fish is. Dope. I've never seen Ed Wood. I need to because everyone Mars cites Attacks. it as like Mars one of his Attacks. best movies. I've never seen Mars Attacks either. Tom Jones uh, is in Mars Attacks. He's amazing. Uh, what? <laughs> else did oh I've seen Big Fish but it's been a long time I remember liking it when I saw it I mean his Sweeney Todd adaptation was good Didn't if see it. Uh, I mean Helena Bottom Carter was very poorly cast you're talking about a character that has been played by people like Patti Lapone and um, Angela Lansbury exactly exactly <laughs> like, like, don't get me Carter wrong is not that type I was of gonna performer. say I was like don't get me wrong she's great lady she She's does great. Bellatrix and Strange she nailed perfect, perfect cast yeah but perfect but but you and are even, no um, what's the other thing I mean like obviously Fight Club the other like um, iconic thing that she got cast as um oh no Jack Sparrow no 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 <laughs> It was on the tip of my tongue, and then we started talking about... Oh, um, uh, when she... Uh, Les Mis. She and Sasha Baron Cohen, I thought, were well cast. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a huge Les Mis person, so I don't have much loyalty there. But I think she was so much more suited for that than, um, that character in Mrs. Lovett. Yeah. And Sweeney Todd. Ugh. I'm I'm a, I'm a late to life uh, Les Mis fan. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't really get into it till I was, like, in my, like mid-twenties, and then I really got into it, because so I was like, funny. this is amazing. Um, but, I, I, uh, no, I mean, Helen Bottom Carter's talented, I just, just, not, not, not that, she, she's not she on gets, the level of Angela miscast, and it sucked all of the humor out of that role. I mean, that's definitely a tangent, but, yeah. we, we were talking about Tim Burton. Um, and they're like, intertwined in so many ways. Uh, don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Any other, like, strong dislikes? 
Oh, I mentioned Rudolph. Yes. I, I do not like his he's portrayal mean. in Rudolph. Also, he's not fat. Like, and and there's some he's, weird and Mrs. Claus is like, skinny sand. Yeah. He, well, first of all, that. But like, Mrs. Claus is. Well, she says that all the time. She she's says a big that, old like, bee the entire it. thing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, like making he's these to eat. Yeah. No, no, mama, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, odd that he calls her mama. <laughs> Yeah, odd, that is a weird very thing. Odd. That's, and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I totally get that. He's pretty shitty in that stuff. Yeah. And he sings uh jingle jingle jingle. You can hear my sleigh bells ring. I am old Chris Kringle. I'm the king of jingling. What's it, what's the origin of Chris Kringle as a name? Is that just like one of the other also? Yeah, that that's just uh like a German thing. Okay. Um, I actually like him when he's the the other Rankin Bass version. So I, I oh what is when there Mickey one, like, Rooney plays like, him? It's something who saved Christmas, like the year without a Santa. Well, there's Claus. year without a okay. So the Mickey Rooney trilogy of of or it's actually I think it's only two movies. Oh, it's just those two. It's 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 uh, it's it's Santa Claus is coming to town, right? Where and then it's it's year without Santa Claus. I don't Claus. think I've ever seen Santa Claus coming to town. Oh man, it's very good. All right. You know, there's a better movie though, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, what the fuck written is by Frank L. Baum. No way. Yes, and it's 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 this really weird kind Elf of pagan D and D esque. The Life and what? Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. That is bizarre. You have the most like obscure. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, it's it's basically Santa Claus is like. Uh, Found by these fairies right on the edge of uh, the forest of Burzee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's raised by Nasil. And I can't remember what the big like lioness who also helps raise him. That's funny that there's also a lion character that is the King Moonraiser. Yes. Island of Misfit Toys. Yes. Which is very, he actually, it, which bring, brought into an, an issue. He and- looks a lot like the Lion of Zion. Oh really? And and like there's a lot of like a little too Jesusy. Well, no, no more. The more like I'm like, are they? Is this like are Rankin and Bass both like Rastafari? Oh, are they no. just like uh, yeah, Lion of Judah, that like Holly so Selassie funny. type kind of? That's so funny. John, ja, take my people to. I was children. gonna say I was super super high when I was watching it. So <laughs> I was I was I was like I had this like I was just like oh no is are they like is this an analogy for like Holly Selassie? <laughs> Your, your mind just started wandering, and it you're was, like, "Freaking it, bass were total stoners. They loved Ja." Oh, oh that's man, hilarious. this is brilliant. I'm, yeah, Ja, <laughs> Santafarianism. Oh man, that would be something. Santafarian. I, I might, Do you consider yourself a Santafarian? I, I might be a Santafarian. That's amazing. Yeah, I, did we just create a? We did. We just created a, a slight cult. A, a Christian cult, if you Your will. Your Christian cult yeah. of Santafarianism. Santafarianism. Um, this feel. So, is there anything else that you feel like you would be remiss if you didn't mention it? Oh man, this is just an opportunity for you to kind of think about. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't covered? Because I don't want to deprive you from that opportunity. No, I, I'm trying to think. Like uh, we've covered a good amount of. I mean, yeah. Santa like there's a lot of there's a lot of Santa, so I think yeah. we've covered a, a fairly large. Amount it definitely of it. it may not have been a uh, a deep hole we dug. I was going to say a wide one. There, in general, I could talk about Christmas and my very strong opinions on Christmas for hours. I like, love this. like this is something that I. 
like I, like you know some people have like really strong opinions on like wine or or you know food which I still have strong opinions on but but Don't we all? Uh, but like but like Christmas is the thing that That's I have your... like my most aggressively like like I'm I'm like a neocon when it comes to my backing down on my opinions on Christmas so I'm like no you're wrong and you're you're the worst you're Hitler you're Hitler if you disagree with me that is so funny. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude, this has been a blast. For doing this. The last question I'll ask before we close it out is, uh, how do you feel like your love of Santa has influenced you both creatively uh-huh. and your life in general? Oh, man. Well, it, as my life in general, I mean, I... I mean, I'm... Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, it's not something I super-duper talk about because I, I, I don't think it really... It doesn't matter. Matter applied in in, in, in but like I mean, my 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 love of Santa also has you know to do with I think a lot of my faith mm-hmm. as as a person. And, I mean, we've know, talked a lot about those. Yeah, and, and and I'm not like I I'm not a preachy person. I don't want to you know I don't my my religious beliefs are mine, and I don't I don't. I don't if if somebody wants is listening and wants to have a conversation about my religious beliefs, I'd be happy to talk sure. with them about it. It's not something you know. I'm not a negative person. I. I in any way, shape, or form, like it, you're also not here to like pross the. Oh, one hundred percent not. But I appreciate that. But it is something that I think you know the the idea of of trying to put others before oneself. Mm-hmm. I, I have a firm belief that we are our brother's keeper, Aww. and that um, it, it is something that we should strive to. I, I believe in trying to lead by example, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, so I, I could sit here and talk uh, for ages about what you know we should be doing, but like mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think you know you it, 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 the the idea of and, and and with Santa the idea of giving just because because yeah. you can you know and especially you know in my life I've been so incredibly you know blessed with just. You know, amazing parents, supportive, and everything, and 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 I have been, I have so much, and 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 want I, for so little. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would, yeah, I, I I I want. I for yeah, I try to want for so little. I guess is what it. There we go. But uh, that's fair. The the idea. I mean, we're to, both we're both struggling young yeah, people. I was gonna say. I get that. Yeah. But like in the grand scheme. Of in the grand that, scheme of things, I, I like there are so many people that I would love to. We live in the first world. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. That's more what I was going for. No, and definitely, and and I think the the idea of I don't I don't know just the idea of of helping someone and not expecting anything in return, I think is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's not only important in just in how you deal with life in, in like how you deal with others, but like in, in just everything. I mean, like I, I career wise, I rarely, I, I try, I, I, I get really upset at myself if I ever think, Oh, I'll do this because this is something mm. or, or we'll help this person because this will help me. Right. I, I, I think it's such a negative yeah, way to think. And the idea see, of every once in a while, someone will like, um, either about like the podcast or something like the nerdlogs have been doing every once in a while, someone will use the term gets 
like, oh, great get, dude. And it's like, no, we're not. That's not how we see it at all. Yeah. It's not about gets. It's it, not. They're people. Yeah. They're friends. They're like interesting guests. Like you're leaving out some extra letters in that word. I don't know if you've ever heard. No, no, I have. Talk, I've, I've, like, I've definitely. Don't refer to people as gets. Like that just makes it sound so selfish. Like collector cards or something. No, yeah. it's it's people and community, and like you said, like it lends the, to the idea that like there's some sort of ulterior motive. Yeah, it's not. That's gross. It, 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 no, it puts a real bad taste in your mouth. We and joke about it a lot in the group. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not necessarily... I know people who, who use things like that aren't necessarily trying to, like, undermine anyone. No. It's just, like... It's just a little misguided to be like, oh, yeah, great guess, jaded. It is a little it's jaded. So jaded, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and, and I think I just... I thought it was uh, pertinent for what oh, you were no, talking about. Oh, no, it's 100% yeah. pertinent. Like, and, and I think I... You know, trying just not to be selfish. I think yeah. selfishness is such an ugly thing, mm-hmm. you know? And and selflessness is, is, I don't know, it's cool. You know, you feel, I mean, it, it, like, I, I don't believe in the idea, like, the, the, there's no such thing as a selfless act because you're really just doing it because it feels good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. I don't either, dude. And, and, uh, I, I mean, yes, doing, helping other people, people does feel yeah. good, but that doesn't make it. That that's not the reason I do it, right. you know. Like, um, and then I creatively, I mean, I don't know. I, I've always just because like, the, the, well, I think one of the reasons why I don't like the Rudolph Santa is because I don't see Santa as a guy who would be like, oh, you know, like, oh, one of my elves wants to become a dentist. No, fuck that. that. <laughs> fuck that guy. He's a weirdo. Let's let's isolate him to the aisle of Holly Selassie and his weird toys. Right. Like <laughs> I, I, no, no, like in the I, it's not in the idea of of Ex- you encourage exclusion. It's not. I I mean, I think I I I think one of my favorite quotes uh it's from Kevin Smith where he says, you know, you I- encouraging art Costs you nothing. Yeah, he's a huge proponent of that, and and I one hundred percent agree. And I think, like, I I don't know. I think the the idea of like encouraging and and helping and and all that you know comes from like my belief in Santa and and you know, through Santa I've you know through like my you know my experiences and my like like just trying to be more of a person that I think he would like Aww. if he, you know, if he were to I like, that. you know, I don't know. It's so, so strange. artistically even, you feel like you kind of strive towards like that ideal. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, by no means, like, I mean, I'm sure he would, uh, he would agree with me that, that my, my, some of the stuff I do is not necessarily safe for kids. Wholesome. Yeah, but sure, I mean, like, sure. like you can, dick and fart jokes. I refuse to believe that, like. Santa wouldn't get a good laugh exactly, out of a Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, like, it's like when people are like, oh, mm. it's the same thing with religion, though. Yeah. I, I mean, like, dude, Jesus would totally laugh at a dick and fart <laughs> joke. Like, I, I think, I, I think Jesus, I, I, I think, well. <laughs> What I think doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, ultimately, I mean, I I, I think I'll, it a lot comes from, and maybe less Santa Claus, but like, but more my 
my parents' belief in me mm-hmm. through that. I don't know. It's 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 very that's like, really sweet. You know, I think I think a lot of like where I I, I totally know where you're coming. Where from. like a lot of my I mean art and creativity if you I, I wouldn't call what I do art but like a lot of like a lot a lot of the comedy and and just jokes come from a place where it's always been there I don't know where like you know I've it's always just a joy. You it, it's just joy something with within me that I've always just yeah, like doing joy. yeah 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 that's how I see my yeah. own. I'm, I'm uh, what's the word? Projecting. Yes. No, but it works. I'm very much projecting, but that's. that's I, I it totally works though because like it's. I can't imagine. One, I, I there's nothing else I'm good at. No. U- ultimately speaking. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm practically pra- practically like anything else I'm even close to being good at. It's it's like oh I'm I'm an okay singer. Well, I'm not going to be a professional singer. Yeah, you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm none of your other skills are marketable. No, <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Like I I don't have a brain for math and and yeah. I guess I could go into politics or religion, but no, mm-hmm. none of those sound fun. That does, of course not. You know uh, this is this is the fun way of changing the world. I hope. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> That's really beautiful, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing Dude, this. Thank you so much. This has been. A true joy. This has been amazing. I knew it would be. Uh, you know, and and I I I think that this is just. I'm I'm so happy that we got to do. Me this. too, man. Yeah. As soon as when you were like, I'm leaving on Friday. I was like, I gotta make this happen. <laughs> I gotta make this happen, and we did. Yeah. So uh, mission accomplished. Yeah. And, USA. Um. Uh, Merry early Christmas. Merry early Christmas. This will come out on. I'm gonna plippity plop it on Christmas Eve. Boom. Yeah. People who can listen to this is there. Are you a, so? Side question, real quick. Are you sure. a Christmas Eve decorator of the tree, or do you guys put it up on th- the day after Thanksgiving, like we, most Southern families? We're more uh, somewhere in between, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. We never had one set time that we it, were closer to a day after Christmas than a Christmas Eve. For okay. sure. For sure. For sure. Um, we're all procrastinators. Okay. My dad and I especially. My mom's a little better. She's the only one who makes things like that happen. But we're a procrastinating family. So, like, we slap it up with, like, a week or two to spare. (laughs) Uh, but we're definitely not a Christmas Eve decorator family. Okay. Too many ornaments for that. Oh, so... I... Well... And I like the process. I like like taking your time yeah. to like take out every ornament and kind of admire it and like choose a good place. And we're always we were a when I was growing up we were a real tree family. Okay. Once my brother and I weren't in the house anymore, we're an artificial tree family. So we we do. Okay, so my if mom. My, I don't even think my parents put up the tree last year. That my mom told me, and she was like kind of ashamed, and I was like. It's okay, mom. Like, I love you. I don't really care. Yeah. I I wasn't, like, going to be home. Right. Uh, We went to my aunt and uncle's house. They had a tree. Like, it wasn't like we didn't get, you know, gather around a Christmas tree for the holidays kind of thing. We we have... uh, So, my mom is a very big Christmas decorator. We have uh, two big main trees. Mm -hmm. One in our, like... Living you guys room. are day after Thanksgiving people. We are. Mom Mom can barely wait to get the decorations up. That's so funny. Um, 
she has, we, we also like she has a very large collection of Santas. So I mean, of this, course is, she this does. is this is a thing of that I'm like, of does. course, like people are going to be like, of course, this fucking weirdo believes in Santa Claus. <laughs> he was indoctrinated with, from the day one. But like, so mom has a tree that's her like fancy nice ornaments, like Christopher Radko ornaments, yeah. and all that bullshit. And then me and dad have the fun tree, which is all like the Hallmark ornaments and uh, stuff, uh, jokey, yeah, like like goofy like yeah, and yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, I, we, we do the artificial tree, though. We, we are an artificial family. Yeah. <laughs> we are an artificial family. You're artificial. Yeah. Test tube, baby, over here. Uh, well, have a really safe trip home tomorrow. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I, I actually have to go home and pack my bag like Santa. Oh, I got you, dude. I'm always a last-minute packer. <laughs> That's why I was like, are you sure late Thursday is okay? That's when I would be getting prepared no, I'm 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 probably not even. This is gonna sound so bad. I'm not even gonna probably do laundry. I'm just gonna put dirty oh, clothes into the bag not, and then do laundry when I get to mom and dad's because they, they have a nice washing machine. Right, of course, everyone does that. It doesn't sound bad. It sounds like what reasonable, smart, <laughs> intelligent people do. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you again. This was this has been like a, a very fun experience <laughs> for me too, my friend. Uh, the last thing that I say on the podcast uh, is, Kyle, uh, I love you, and I mean that. I love you too. Oh, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! God bless us, everyone. <laughs> This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.